Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted, our first of 2024. In fact, my name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I can't believe it's already 2024. I know. This year flew, and we're going to talk all about it. But first, how have you been growing? I learned a new... I heard it referred to as a meaning-making system, which okay. would also include things like human design, Myers-Briggs, um, mm-hmm. astrology. Like those are all meaning-making systems. I learned a new one. It's called Matrix of Destiny. Okay. And it's based in numerology and on the archetypes in the tarot, the major arcana in the tarot. And so it's it's basically just numbers and each number means a certain thing and it's a whole thing. But I learned how to read a chart and very cool. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like it compares for human design to you? Because I know that that's like your top dog. It is, but I will say I haven't really thought as much about human design recently because it's just so complicated. And I think I think there's a point that you reach where unless you're willing to start doing it professionally, that it's mm-hmm. not really necessarily worth learning more. Like there's okay. a lot to be learned in human design. Yeah. And I just was like, you know, I'm not interested in, in doing any more than I already know. Yeah. Which you already know a lot. Yeah, but Matrix of Destiny is a lot easier to read and like learn about, which is okay. Nice. Yeah, because it's just numbers one through twenty-two. Mm-hmm. They each correspond to a card in the tarot, and then the placement in the chart is represents different things. So not terribly okay. complicated. Have you run your chart? I ran my chart and I ran Sub's chart. I was actually just doing that before I got on here, so. I'm feeling it out so that I can yeah, learn yeah. with people I know and then maybe I can like apply it to other people too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's exciting. Yeah. I love when you learn new things. <laughs> I mean, me too. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? How are you growing? I would say mostly by resting. I have a lot of time off over the holidays, which is really great and necessary. So a lot of resting, a lot of family time, which is good. And I've also been thinking about our self-compassion episode a lot since we Mm. recorded it. Oh, yeah? I have been, yeah. And I'm going to talk more about it later on about, you know, hopes and dreams, goals for next year. or Not next year, this year that we're currently in. But yeah, it's been interesting to kind of reflect back on things that I said in that episode or and feelings that I had while recording it, which is good. That's a great part of this podcast is that it keeps us thinking. It does. It encourages self-reflection for sure. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Would you say that this is an episode that you enjoy recording every year? Because this is our fourth annual. Yeah, I really love this one. Okay, good. How would you rate this year on a scale of one to 10? This was a really hard thing to think about because I actually made a list of everything like we did or went through this year and Mm. it was long. Yeah like a full page. Mm-hmm. And so I think overall the things that were happening were really hard. And also I, I think I handled it well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the six and a half. Okay. Yeah. I think it could have been really bad. And if it were an, an any other year, the way I handled it probably would have been really high, like a high number, but I yeah. think it, we're netting out of the six and a half. Okay. Okay. What about you? I had such a hard time remembering any part of the year that predated our wedding. Like, really? like 
when I was thinking back, I was like, what else happened this year from January to June? Like, what did I do? I was asking Tim and he was like, well, we went to Hawaii. And I was like, that was this year. Like I've like blocked it out somehow, but yeah, I was able to walk back through. And so there were definitely some stressful times this year, of course, especially I feel like the last couple of months have been difficult, but overall a great year. I I put it at a seven and a half, eight. Nice. I like that. Yeah. What were some of the areas for you that were really great? I think that my personal growth, like if that counts as an area, has been good. Of course. And I think parenting has been really good. Mm-hmm. Honestly, probably friends, social stuff too, because we've done like a, a lot of fun stuff this year. So yeah, that's probably a high one too. You really have and like with a newborn. Yeah, we went coast to coast twice, which was both fun and hard. Yeah. And we had like a lot of fun, different birthday things that we did and just like other people's parties, weddings, Mm -hmm. like lots of fun things that we did with our friends this year. So yeah, that Mm -hmm. was definitely a highlight. Okay. What about you? I would say, I mean, obviously relationship wise, romantic relationship really soared this year, (laughs) getting married and all that. I also think spending really, really, really quality time with a lot of my favorite people that happened a lot this year, which was really lovely. And I also, I don't feel like I made any like enormous leaps in my personal growth this year, but I, when I was thinking back on it, I do think I have made some small strides in some of my biggest areas that like with friendship anxiety and money anxiety, I feel like those were addressed some this year by force really, not because I was choosing to, but, (laughs) but I feel like that was good. Where we can get it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What were some of the harder areas for you this year? I think that balance has been a little bit hard. I don't, that's not really an area, but like doing the things that we want to do and the things that are good for us and the things that we need to do, Mm -hmm. striking a balance there has been challenging for me. And there's definitely been times when I feel like I've just committed to too many things and just want to be a hermit for like a month. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I don't really know what to do about that. I think that's just something that we're going to have to work through and like see where we are on. Towards the beginning of the year, relationship was maybe not in the best place we've ever been, but we figured out like the date night schedule and how to handle mm-hmm. a baby and like so totally very much improved. So that's awesome. I feel like we really can't underestimate like how huge of a change it is to like bring a baby and your family is completely changing. Your day to day is completely changing. That's enormous. Yeah, it's not even, well, for me, it's not even the day-to-day. It's the fact that, like, the way my brain works is so different. Mm-hmm. I think Seb and I, we love being by ourselves. Like, time alone is so important for us. And so we're mm-hmm. definitely prioritizing that and maybe not necessarily prioritizing the time with each other. And I, I think mm-hmm. changing that has been really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. I get used to it, too, because, like, before I was, you know, we would leave to go somewhere and all I thought about was her. And now I can, like turn it off to some extent and never yeah. goes away. But like, I'm not always thinking about her all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain has made space for a few other things. Uh, just, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, what about you? What's been hard? I think some of the stuff that's been hard, like, you know, I I have made some 
growth in friendship and money anxiety and all of that. But like I said, it was kind of forced upon me. And so I think there were times when those felt really overwhelming. I think planning our wedding and our honeymoon, there were parts of it that were super fun, but it also brought on a lot of stress and anxiety. Yeah. It's a whole job. It is. Yeah, absolutely. But also like trying to like, yeah, like you said, with the balance, like trying to not let it be all consuming, but it's really Mm -hmm. hard to not let that happen. Yeah. And then, you know, I've talked about it some on here and we've talked about it offline a lot, but just work in general has been really hard this Mm -hmm. school year and the last few months has been particularly challenging. And I've just, I, I have this shift inside of me about work that I was talking about in therapy a couple weeks ago. She was like, do you think this is like what healthy feels like? Like I have this disconnect from work that I haven't felt before. And I don't think it's bad necessarily, but it just feels really different. And she was like, oh, I wonder if this is like what a healthy connection to work is for you, you know? Wow. That's kind of exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Like it is exciting, but it feels, it's just so weird right now. Yeah. Not exciting how it happened because you never yes. want to go through something to the point where you're like, I can't care about this. this right. <laughs> right. I don't have it in me anymore. It's gone. Yeah. But yeah, that is awesome that your input into work is maybe mm-hmm. a healthier level than yeah. it was before. Yeah, for sure. All right. What would you say this year was about for you? Honestly, that my first thought was survival. <laughs> I think that sounds accurate. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And honestly, probably towards the end, more about balance, but I still think that's something that I'm working on. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that like doing our best with the circumstances we were in was like pretty much where we were for this year. Yeah. For 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's not the greatest answer, especially because there were parts of this year that I really loved, but it was also really hard. Yeah. No, I think that's your honest answer. I love it. Yeah. What about you? I I think this year was a lot about trusting the decisions that I'm making and also not being afraid that I'm making the wrong one, especially in certain situations. Like there's not a right answer and there's also not a wrong answer. Yeah. And there can be many right answers. If you're trusting yourself, you're not going to choose something that is wrong. Right. Yeah. I love that. I feel like the belief there is something along the lines of like, I trust that my decision is always the best decision. Mm -hmm. You just have to lean into it. Also, I love that you can whip up an affirmation faster than anybody I know. (laughs) (laughs) I can. I can't. It's a skill. Brain hears things in affirmations. (laughs) I mean, probably it does. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because even when I was talking about the survival thing, I was like, I mean, I don't want to make it sound bad. It's like, we're doing our best. We did a good job mm-hmm. with the circumstances we were given. Which is like, <laughs> like, that's what okay. I tell myself every morning. <laughs> yeah. It helps. It makes me feel better. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, let's talk about the podcast. How has the podcast impacted you this year? The podcast has been great this year. I know I've definitely said this on here probably more than once, but I think selfishly the best part of this podcast for me is that it lets me process things out loud. That's great. And then it also gives me the opportunity with you to hear your perspective because you're such a thoughtful person that it's it's always helpful to hear what your perspective on it or how you can reframe something for me is always so helpful. So I love that. And I 
have also enjoyed some of the like Hearts Club stuff, like some of the connections that we've had on there and some of those conversations have been really great. Yeah, I agree with that. I would say that the number one way the podcast has impacted me this year is that it's kept me doing something that is creative and also Mm -hmm. for me, like it's something that's for me outside of family and to do's and all of those other things. So it's good for me to turn my brain off of mom mode and be in podcasting mode, which is totally. Yep. And one thing that I just remembered (laughs) that um, when you said that is this podcast year also brought us FGOs. It did. Yeah. I was actually listening to earlier today, I was listening to an episode and it was the first one that you brought up FGOs. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't ever listen to our episodes back, but I was listening for something specific for this episode, which I can mm-hmm. never find, but I did okay. happen to hear the part where you were t- telling, it was actually Taylor's therapist that yes. we learned it from her, which I yes. didn't even remember that. So shout out to her or him. I don't know. It's a, it's a gal. Um, Okay. Thanks, Tracy. Uh, Thanks, Tracy. We appreciate you. So (laughs) that's been fun. Yeah. FGOs have been a fun thing that we've done. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. Okay. I want to talk about what your favorite episode was this year. I was going through our list of things because believe it or not, we (laughs) don't remember remember. the episodes (laughs) that we've recorded. But when I was looking back through, I mean, a lot of good ones, the body image part two with Julia was hard, but it was like, you know, it's always great to have her on. But I think my favorite was our first womb episode. Okay. Yeah. I was actually thinking about how glad I am that we started that series. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that I am gonna just like enjoy recording every time. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's just like a fun little way to be like, what are you even just thinking about lately? Like, I think it feels more what our friendship is. Mm-hmm. It's like bringing like a part of our friendship into the pod, I think. And I, I think that part's fun. Yeah. I also like that we can talk about things that I would like to talk to you about on the podcast anyways, but they mm-hmm. maybe don't fill up a full episode. Yeah. 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 It's for like, sure. Yeah. It's just like an excellent series for us to have. It is. We're here for it. Mm-hmm. Is that your favorite episode as well? Or do you have a different one? I wouldn't say it's my favorite episode. I had a hard time picking. I really enjoyed the one about education that we did. And I think it's because I got to hear a lot of things from you that we don't normally hear. Gee, thank you. (laughs) And we did a limiting beliefs part two that was fun. Mm -hmm. And I also really enjoyed our soft girl discussion. Uh, I feel like that's something that has now invaded the rest of my life. Like I keep Mm -hmm. hearing about it from other places, which I'm always happy to talk about it. So it's great. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I thought that one was fun too. I think not to jump too far ahead, but one of the podcast goals for 2024, I think would be to do more episodes about like things that are going on or that are like really trendy. Trends. Yeah. I like that idea. I think that could be fun. Yeah, and we also have a friend who's doing a soft girl 2024, which I'm like, I'm Mm -hmm. so happy to have inspired this in you. Ooh, I wonder if she would come on the pod. Yeah, I'm sure we could get her on. In a few months or something to see how it's going, do a little check-in. Yeah, that's a great idea because she hasn't been on a growth episode anyway, so we could do both of those things. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, cool. Are there any other hopes or dreams or goals that you have been thinking about for the pod for 2024? Honestly, I feel like for 2024 podcasting wise, it's going to be about maintaining in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not, I don't need to, to add more to my plate. 
Yeah. So I think paying attention to what topics we're doing and making sure that it's the best choice. I just want to be intentional about like what we're recording and making sure it's something that's fun for us and for the people listening. Yeah. I love that. And then also just doing what we're, what we should be doing better, which I feel like is always Instagram. Like there's always room for growth. There's always room for growth on Instagram. And I I think I would love uh, one thing that's been made very clear to me in the last year is that I thrive on a loose schedule. So like knowing that I'm going to be cleaning the house on Sundays and that we record usually every mm-hmm. other Sunday is like helpful for me to have it scheduled in. And I, yeah. I think there's like, we've been doing that a little bit, but I think there's probably a little room for growth there too, but totally. Yeah. For the most part, I would say like maintenance. I like that. Yeah. What about you? I have a couple little things that I'm interested in adding to the podcast, not in a mortar plate necessarily, but just different episode types. So we already have potential plans for an exciting guest to come on. And so I think it would be fun to have, you know, you know, I love having guests on. So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm always down for that. Mm -hmm. I think maybe doing a couple more book reviews would be really fun. I agree. And then the other one that I think could be fun is where we both Like we could do two episodes where one of us is researching a topic that we're interested in and then just like telling the other person about it. Oh, that could be fun. I like that. I think that could be interesting. Oh, okay. Hmm. So there's something to do on on that one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And another thing that is going to be happening in 2024 is that we are going to be disbanding the Likehearts Club. We are. Which we were thinking about, I don't know, we're also toying about doing a little bit of an expansion on this topic, but mm-hmm. the bottom line is we love Like Hearts Club and in my opinion, a great idea for yeah. community and exciting things for people outside of you and I having conversations. Yeah. But that wasn't the reality of how it turned out. So yeah. it's just, it was, it's been a lot of extra conversations between you and I, which is great. It's kind of ended up being a continuation of the podcast, which is not what we intended. Yeah, for sure. And so it's kind of bittersweet. I think it's it was yeah. like so fun. And I got we always have a good time on there, even when it is just you and me. But yeah, it's just like you said, it's not what we intended. And so we're gonna press pause on it at the at the year mark, which will be in April. April, I think. Yeah. We'll probably put some more information in the Substack for people who are subscribed, but mm-hmm. I like that you said pause because I could for sure see us bringing this back in the future when we have more bandwidth. But this has definitely been one of those things that with the balance that I was talking about, I'm like, I've got to figure out the places where I can trim. And Mm -hmm. because like Hearts Club wasn't exactly what we intended, it's an easy place for us to just not do it for for now. For now. Yeah, I do absolutely. think that I'm going to keep the lowest minimum payment on our Substack. So if anybody wanted to go back and check out our private pods or watch mm-hmm. any of the replays from the like Hearts club meetups that would be still available mm-hmm. behind the paywall but it will be the whatever the lowest i can set it to on self stack is okay cool yeah and yeah. we'll we'll send out more info about it for those of you that it impacts yes okay let's talk about new year's resolution type things let's do it where did you grow this past year what shifts did you make tell me mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, I did not do a pull-up, so... Bummer. I know, but 
It's staying on the list. New, it's, it's a new year. <laughs> it's a new year. It's new year, new me, new muscles. I'm, I'm ready. I love how you're just still so excited to do it every year. You're <laughs> like, this year is my year. <laughs> and I fully believe it every year at the beginning of the year. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it this year. I feel like I can. I think it's going to happen. And I mean, this might be false, but we did just sign up for CrossFit. I cannot believe this. I literally can't believe it. <laughs> and so I feel like if there's anywhere I'm going to learn how to do a pull-up, it's probably at CrossFit. I can't, be- I can't believe it. I know. <laughs> Can you tell me more? Here's the reality of it. So our friends, Max and Eileen, that are their friends from North Carolina, and they moved to Tacoma gosh, like a couple years ago now. And then they moved to Portland this year, which was also a really big, fun part of this year. Mm-hmm. And they do CrossFit and have been doing it for years. And then we have a couple other friends who have also been doing it for a long time. And I think it was just like this conversation caught us at a time when we're feeling like we really want to be like pushed physically. Mm-hmm. But we're not able to like self-motivate. And so we're like, okay, I guess we'll just try it. And I, apparently the rule is that you should give it three months and going three times a week and see how you feel. And so I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Like I'm going to give it three months. I'm going to try to go three times a week. And if at the end of that three months, it's not bringing me joy, then I'm going to quit and I'll feel fine about it. Yeah. I mean, you always got to try, right? Yeah, I I think Taylor will really like it because he likes to lift weights in part. They do like Olympic weightlifting, which he's interested in. So I think he'll really like it. And, you know, going to a workout class with your friends is definitely motivating. Yeah, it is. And makes it more fun. So we'll see. We talked about doing some kickboxing this year. So we'll see. That's right. Mm -hmm. I've gone to one title boxing class. Okay. I think that's the one near our house. It's titled. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard, but it was a great workout. Yeah. I think it sounds fun. That type of workout, I feel like makes you feel strong. Yeah. I, yeah, I could be down for strong, but I am no longer available for workouts that aren't fun. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really wonderful. Mm. Okay. So the pull up, it's still on the list. Mm-hmm. One of the big things that was on our on our resolution list last year was doing weekly check-ins and also like following a budget, which is very important in a year where you're spending a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And we did so well at that, I would say from January to April. We did really great with like doing weekly check-ins, which were really connecting and very helpful in like a a mindful way of like, where's our money going? Or like, how did you feel this week? What's going on? Like it was, it was really great. And then I think as we got into the last couple of months of wedding planning, it just flew out the window basically. And we never fully got it back. And so putting that on the list again of, and maybe it's not weekly, maybe it's every other week or something, but finding some type of check-in schedule, I think yeah. is great for us. We tried to do that once because you sent mm-hmm. me your like list. Of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it did not take off. <laughs> <laughs> we made an effort. Did you feel like it was too many questions? 
maybe that was a problem. I just, we tried to do it on a date night and I just remember Seb being really distracted. Okay. So I also just, I don't know that that is something that we need, you know, like it's, it feels like a nice to have, but not for us personally, it doesn't feel like a, a need to have. So yeah. Maybe it's something that we could try to do like quarterly Mm -hmm. touch base on certain things. But Mm -hmm. I feel like for the most part, those are things we do like without having to have this like structured thing. Yeah, 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 for sure. Mm -hmm. I unfortunately can't remember any of the other things that I (laughs) was attempting to do last year. But I, I would say one place that I feel like I grew some and was with boundaries, like not anything huge, but I've had more practice this year around opportunities to set boundaries. And even if it wasn't a step that I actually took in like doing it, it was really helpful to just like talk through what my fears around boundaries are, what I might say if... I was going to do it, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) just having my brain start to operate in that way. Yeah, that's good. I think was helpful. And, you know, and and, in these last couple of months of 2023 with work and with like one particular friendship, I think that that kind of work and that practice from earlier in the year came through and was helpful. Yeah, that's definitely a step in the right direction, I think. Yeah, definitely. Okay. A couple other things that I'm planning for this year. One is to travel more, obviously. But I want to focus this year, I think, on traveling in like smaller ways, like doing little weekend trips that are just like around Oregon or around Washington, maybe even in California or something. But doing some like little smaller trips, I think would be fun because we don't do many of those. We like save up and do just do something big, which is also really fun. But I think that could like scratch the itch a little bit more. And then also I always start the new year, I think with some good intentions for sure of, you know, treating my body in a way that feels good to me. But I also think there's always, of course, like an underlying like, well, I'm doing this because I want to look a certain way. And if I do these things, then I won't feel negatively about my body, which isn't true, probably. And Mm -hmm. so I think instead of starting the new year with like, I'm going to do all of these things to help myself feel as healthy or, you know, whatever as possible, I think I just want to pick like one or two small things to focus on and like make just a couple of small changes and like see where that gets me and see if I'm feeling better in my body by just doing something small. Hmm. Like what? Do you have an example? Like drinking water. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. (laughs) I've definitely been better the last few months than I normally am, but you know, I'm still probably only drinking like 30 ounces of water a day, which is, I mean, way more than I was. So that's great. But which is crazy. It's crazy to me that that is way more for you. I know. I at 30 ounces feel like I'm dying. Yeah. 100%. And so I think I'm like, what if I just my only like health goal was to just focus on drinking, you know, 60, 80 ounces of water a day and then just see how I feel with just something simple instead of trying to like overhaul everything I do and everything I eat and all of that stuff. 
Yeah, I think that's a great idea because it makes me think about how important some of those foundational things are. Because to be perfectly honest, the one thing that is a non-negotiable for me is sleep. Mm -hmm. Like I will put my sleep above everything else. So yeah. If that means going to bed at nine, if it means taking a sleeping pill once a week, like I'm going to do my best to be well rested because it is so important for the rest of my life. I'm not a fun person to be around when I'm sleep deprived. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's just like, I don't know, those sometimes those foundational things really make a big difference. Yeah, totally. And then the other two that I have are, I want to try two new things this year. I already have them chosen. They, okay, they might change. But one is to actually take tennis lessons because I talked about it a lot in 2023 and I looked into it several times and it just never like worked for my schedule. Yeah. But I want to make it happen this year. And then I also want to try a ceramics class. Oh, I love pottery. It's so fun. It seems like it would be fun. It seems super hard, but I do think it would be fun. I don't think it's super hard. Okay. I mean, it can be a learning curve, but yeah, Yeah. I I wouldn't say it's super hard. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. And then the last one is, you know, like I said, I've been thinking about our self-compassion. So picking out or developing some like intentional practice that's around self-love or self-compassion. And I was talking to Taylor about it and he was like, oh, but is that, you know, like that wording of it, like what if you don't do it, then are you going to be beating yourself up or whatever? And I was like, I get that. And I'm not going to look into self-compassion. So yeah. even if, if I can just make myself develop a habit around doing some sort of practice, like eventually it will start to sink in, I'm sure. Yeah, that's how it works. You got to practice, you know? Practice makes progress. I think that's it. Just a I few things. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I don't think, I think that's less than you normally do. Yeah. It is. It is. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, my beef with New Year's resolutions is that so many of them tend to originate and like things being wrong. Like I don't like this mm-hmm. thing, so I'm going to try to fix it. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like a lot of that, a lot of the things you said were that. It's just like, these are some things that I would like to add, not like change, you know? Yeah. See, thanks. Love that reframe. (laughs) Okay, what about you? What were areas of growth for you this year? What are you hoping and dreaming about for 2024? Okay, so I actually found some of my intentions from 2023, which... Oh, amazing. Praise be. My word was purposeful, which I feel like I was pretty purposeful in 2023. Also, I love that you chose a word. Yeah, I, I typically tr- choose a word. I think it just... I like that idea. It's softer. It's softer than... It is. It's <laughs> so soft. Like a goal or whatever. You're such a soft girl. I had a couple of things that I wanted to work towards, I guess, mm-hmm. for 2023. One of them was refining my manifestation process, which we did a manifestation episode. That was also That's a true. fun one. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I was pretty successful at that that's something that I work into my journaling practice now. So I feel like that's, it's something that I think about actively and I'm doing most days. So that's awesome. I also had one on here that was feel good and confident in my body, which I feel like I definitely made some improvements on. I think now looking back, I breastfeeding is such a weird thing. (laughs) And I think that my breastfeeding journey definitely impacted me there, but yeah. We weaned in September and since then I've felt 
way better about things. Oh, great. So that's still good. And then one of the other ones was happy, healthy, cohesive family, which I feel like our nuclear family is just like excellent right now. So yay, good there. I think there's probably still some room for improvement with our extended family. Because one of the things that with the balance that I've had trouble juggling this year is like making sure... Delaney's grandparents get to see her often enough, but not so often that we're like busy all the time or, or just yeah. like seeing people all the time. Totally. So I think one of the things that we're going to change is working people into a more regular schedule so that it's not like, a, oh, we haven't seen you in X amount of time. Like now we need to fit it, fit it in somewhere. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I feel pretty good about all of those things, especially amidst all of the stuff that happened this year. Totally. And as for 2024, I think that I want to focus on, intend to let go a little bit more, Mm. especially the mind chatter, just like lay off a little bit. Yeah. I don't know what word that's going to be yet, but so I'll have to think about that. If you have Mm -hmm. any suggestions, let me know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that that is something that would help me a lot because a little bit similar to the self-compassion thing. It's just like the constant chatter in my head about like, you know, improvement or even just things like processes. I'm, I'm big on processes in our um, household Mm -hmm. and like, sometimes it's okay to just not think about stuff all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Not sure how I can do that, but that seems like my number one goal. Okay. I love that. Yeah. And then there's some other things like I've been, you know, I'm still doing my journaling. I have actually in the last week or two started exercising much more regularly because it was like a habit that I was able to add with the journaling. So that's been Mm -hmm. good. And I would really love to make my creative practice a little more routine, like having something that I do either weekly or daily Mm -hmm. that's creative would be nice. But other than that, I really just don't think I have the bandwidth to like commit to a lot right now. So I'm yeah. not gonna. I think that's beautiful. You're in maintenance mode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, am I overwhelmed? Like, am I in the middle of overwhelm and I just need to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep saying like, oh, I can't add more. And, I'm, and then I'm like, well, does that mean I have too much? Like, is there a yeah. problem here? So yeah. maybe I'll do some thinking on that too. Yeah. Do a little journaling. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, before we fully sign off on this episode and we just want to let you guys know that our next book that we are going to read and review on the pod, if you want to join us in reading it, is What Happened to You? Conversations on Trauma, Resilience, and Healing. And it is a book by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah. Yeah. And honestly, I can't believe I haven't read this yet. I think you're going to love it. I I think I'm going to love it. (laughs) I listened to it, which is great because I like Oprah's voice. So like that was nice. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I would honestly recommend this to anybody who either works with children or is a parent because it's very Mm. helpful for helping not traumatize little children. Yes. (laughs) Very important. Yes. So yeah, if you want to join us in reading that, we will probably have 
that episode coming out either at the end of January or very beginning of February. We'll let you know once we have an official date, but we would love for you to join us. Yeah. Feel free to read along, but if you don't, we're still going to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) If you just want to get the spark notes version from us on the pod, that's also totally fine. And if you want to share your 2024 resolutions, goals, intentions, hopes, dreams. We would absolutely love to hear them. You can email us at likeheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at likeheartedpod. Talk to you soon. Bye.